Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, easy on the mic there, guys. This isn't my mic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually surprised these things are still working. These are like four or five years old. We take no, care no. of them. It, sort of. <laughs> no, these are pretty good. They're good? Yeah. I don't know. We we literally had no idea what to order. And then we were just like, can we have like the better? Dude, when I like... Oh, barbages. <laughs> when I did like the initial walk around with Ryan when I did the first interview, uh-huh. uh, he showed me this and I was like, wow. Like... I was surprised, like, how good of gear you guys had in there. <laughs> you should have, like, hey, look at us. Hey. <laughs> you you, you uh, shouldn't have seen our old shit. Then it was Where immediately taken back when I saw the camera you were recording with. <laughs> with the Sony? No, th- not that one. No, well, that one. That one? Yeah, it was yeah. that one. Little Sony guy. Remember it would overheat on us? And uh, we'd have to reset it? Yeah, and then within 30 seconds of Corey working here, he's like, this is why it overheats. Yeah. And it's never happened Happen again. again. <laughs> literally ever <laughs> remember that old that yeah. old uh live yeah. camera we were using yeah god that thing was so freaking it shut down the internet to the building you remember that <laughs> yeah yes i so do way this is a little nostalgic here for maybe that's maybe just start listening or whatnot so obviously we're on episode probably 270 something maybe 267 by the time this comes out Damn. uh we'd still be in the 260s i think okay Way back when we first started, we're talking like episode one, two, three, ten, right in there. We didn't even put them. We just post them live on Facebook. It was live. It was, it was meant to be basically a live on Facebook event, and we had this little camera that was supposed to be good at live streaming. Keep in <laughs> mind, this is before TikTok. This is before. This is like 2018. So, like people, yes, people streamed and stuff like that, but it was nowhere near what it is today. Right. Um, so we just bought this camera that was, it's, it literally looked like a, a really skinny, tall Red Bull cam. Yeah. Um, cause it could rotate like 360 degrees, had like a fish eye on it or whatever. And, uh, I think it allowed us to have our lav mics hooked up to it. We had like cabled lav mics. Yeah. Um, and it required so much bandwidth to go live on Facebook with it that it took up, it like people could not get on the internet to build. That's great. Like we are an online business, we are e-commerce. Yeah. Right. Our business could not function <laughs> while we were going live. Yeah. It was. <laughs> that's how much bandwidth this thing took up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we've obviously transitioned from that to much have much uh, better equipment now. A shout out if you remember the old couldn't get back on iTunes days. Yeah, that was fun. That was stressful. <laughs> I, I. Truth be told, I legitimately thought about just quitting. Like not not the job, but just the podcast. Like we're done. I'm yeah. fucking over this. Yeah, no, I'm so gonna... sick of this. Yeah, and like we pushed through. Here we are. Like literally, like 150 episodes later. Yeah, that's wild. I don't even know that story. You'll have to tell me later. 
basically we got kicked off, kicked off iTunes. Why? Uh, login data. Oh, like login shit. It, there was no owner of the podcast apparently, um, and because it was, if you know anything about putting out stuff with iTunes, it basically it's very difficult to put things out under a company email. And almost everything is like personal ID because a lot of people use their personal phones <clears throat> to log on and stuff like that. So you can't even log in under someone else's ID without doing that. So it just, yeah, we basically got logged out and couldn't get logged back in and episodes were showing up. They would show up for me. If I was logged in, I could see them, but then nobody else could. And then we found out that there was like this, we were the way we were posting them through certain avenues there was like a, a switch turned off randomly and it literally took me like eight weeks to figure this out yeah so there's like if, if people were listening there was a gap where they just they couldn't find us on itunes yeah huh. it was another reason f- to not like apple i know right i love my iphone <laughs> shrug apple master race yeah i know it's supposed to be pc tell that to west i just like saying that though yeah <laughs> This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in. This has been Tyler and Corey from America's Diesel Podcast. Come out from Spokane, Washington. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, oh. Spotify, anywhere listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Also, make sure and check out our social media, especially our Instagram page. Uh, you can find us there by searching, again, America's Diesel Podcast. We go live on there every Wednesday right around 5 p.m. We actually just cut off a live session on there. And someone needed to know if we had a part in stock. We grabbed the phone. Walked out behind the wall right now and found the leaf springs on the pallet, and we have them. It's like magic. It's like freaking magic. Love it. Uh, also, make sure and check out our Facebook group. Uh, it is a spicy page. There are three questions you have to answer to get in that page. Many right answers, many wrong answers. I am the only one who approves or denies them. Kaka, sparkly jeans, truck. That wouldn't probably, I mean, that's almost so generic. Yeah. That's almost so generic. Like that's a bot. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now that it's out there, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> Tried. Tried. <laughs> I will say there, there have been people that like put in like like a certain type of pants, and I've declined them and said too specific. No, I've declined <laughs> them and said, "Tell me more about these pants." <laughs> that's and a weird no, question. To I ask. know, but I mean, if I'm trying to get into the, that's exactly why I'm trying to keep them out. Like, I'm trying to keep out bots, and I'm trying to keep out anybody who actually doesn't listen to the podcast. I want this to be of us, yeah. of us and our people. Yeah. I would rather it be 300 actual listeners than 10,000 with 300 actual listeners and, and the other 70-whatever just fucking off. Right. So, yes, I do try and actually keep it as podcast listeners. And so far, I've only had, like, one person actually respond to my decline. And I ended up letting them in. Have we gotten any... Uh... Um, I don't know what Facebook calls it, but like, mm. like a strike, no. or like a no, like hey, you guys need to be it's, nicer. And it's been fairly spicy. Apparently not enough. That's not a challenge, okay, guys? Not a challenge. I'm not trying to get taken down. Listen, okay? you don't know where the line is until you cross it. Sometimes. I mean, we we say fuck now. Well, again, nostalgic. Like for the first hundred episodes, we literally did not say one cuss word. Episode right. 100, I dropped a fucking huge F-bomb within the first, like, seven seconds. I was like, <laughs> I don't know why it was, but for some reason, our heads were like, if we can make it to 100 without cussing, all holds are off. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, 
I would still say, I mean, we try not to like fuck, fuck, you know, like just, uh, just, well, we, we sometimes get, we get passionate. Sometimes. It just depends. Listen, this is the way we talk. Yeah. All right. We just talk the way that we talk. You gotta let your douchebag flag fly sometimes. Sometimes. I want to hear about reviews. Yeah. Tyler, reviews go. What do you want to hear about them? <laughs> I don't know. What kind do we want? <laughs> Some people say it's bad to ask for five star reviews. I say fuck them. <laughs> 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 Leave a five star review on any of the platforms that you listen to this podcast on. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Screen well, screenshot it first and then send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of a truck and an address. And we'll send you a decal of America's Diesel Podcast. It's that simple, folks. That's simple. Not- ben, what if they want to buy parts? Go to our website. <laughs> Nailed it. Which car to go in? It's a vast, vast website. Easy. Click, click the place order button. Yeah. Get stoked. Yeah. Make sure you tell us your podcast listener. <laughs> Just... Tight. 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 <laughs> Super informative, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, this is why we don't pre record our intros because you would miss out on shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intro is part of the show, my friends. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's get into the show. You ready? Sure. Okay. We got music to talk about. We do. Oh, we didn't do that last episode. That's so, fine because yeah, that would have been well, gone, gone the same week. So we'll save it for yeah. the end. For the end? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, we yeah. can do it now. Listen. Yeah. Um. So hold on. Not what? a huge, not a huge fan. A little, little rough. What little... Did, what we we uh, we suggest? So if you guys are listening. Usually, almost every podcast episode, we yeah. suggest more metal type, hard rock, whatever you want to call it, music for Tyler, because that's me and Corey's genre of preference. He and I go pretty deep on stuff. Uh, Tyler does not, yeah. which is fine, but he was like, oh, I want to check some stuff out. And yeah. we've been, you know, if you've been listening, we've been giving him some- I didn't some, like any of them. Some good bangers. <laughs> I didn't like any and, of them. And <laughs> uh, you didn't like After the Burial? No. Lost in the Static? Uh-uh. Oh fuck, bud, dude! I don't know. I just it didn't it just didn't give me the 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 feels. Lot? Are you sure you listened to the right? Maybe Lost I didn't listen static? to that one. I don't that know. one is... I, I like you guys overloaded me. I know, but th- that song is nothing like any of the other stuff I mess- mentioned to you. Like the the okay. I will add that one because maybe okay. I didn't listen to that one. What is it? <laughs> uh, the band is called After the Burial. I guarantee if you just search the song "Lost in the Static," it'll, it'll come, come up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get it. You find it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I suggested basically like my top, some of my part of my top five favorite Amir songs, and it's mostly because we've given Tyler some fairly polished metal. Yeah. It's you know fairly newer. Easy, easy, easy. It's uh I don't want to say necessarily easy listening better, but it is like someone like at case in point. So I'm like Tyler, who's not really into that kind of stuff, could listen to that and like, I could get into this. This is tight. Yeah. I gave him some fucking like mid-2000s East Coast hardcore <laughs> Amir, like, fuck your face. Yeah. Like, not, not a huge fan. Do you maybe understand why I am the way that I am? <laughs> I would play that shit at fucking 25,000 in like 6 a.m. in the morning. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah, I just didn't. They didn't grab me. They just didn't grab me. Okay, well, at least we we, we kind of know maybe where your limits at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't expect a mirror to grab him. I didn't either. But I just kind of. I wanted to. Yeah. I, I felt like he was. I feel like you may have been like, oh yeah, I like metal. Yeah, dude, I like metal. I just wanted you to hear that. I'd be like, okay, there are. Like, okay, just, just so you guys know, like bit. probably one of my favorite songs of all time is Hank Williams Jr. A Country Boy Can't Survive. Okay. It's a great song. I, I, I know, but it, it's a try. It, it is it is a multi generational song, yeah. except for like this newest generation. Yeah, I was playing that song. We went, we went to, uh, which very surprising, to Cass's younger sister, stepsister's mm-hmm. uh, graduation, mm-hmm. and we were hanging out at the campsite. And I've played that song. I was like, "Do you guys know who this is?" And they're like, "No, I've never heard this song." I'm like, "What?" We're like 
in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like th- you guys like live in the woods. Like this is like it should be like, your anthem. Yeah. No idea. Mm. No clue. Mm. Anyways, I'm kind of an old soul. I like I like country music. I, I yeah. I like I, country music too. But we're we're just we're gonna keep getting getting okay, you dabbled a little bit. All, all right. right. So uh, you've got Lost in Static as yeah, your homework. I'll do. I I don't think uh, four is too much. I agree. Yeah. So two. Give so me two. No, you no, give me one. Yeah. So you, I'll take that one from you, and you give me one. Uh, up until up until last time we talked about this, we've been basically giving him one song a week. Yeah. And yeah. last week we overloaded you with like five. <laughs> Four well, of which it was were supposed like, to be two, and then Ben got excited. I got and... steamroll. I came in hot with the, with the fucking mirror. I'm sorry. I yeah. probably, it, was probably be, it was probably too soon. I probably ruined it for you. But for some reason, I felt like you were getting a little too high on the horse. Or like, yeah. like I, you know how it's like you, you, you want to... Like, I like such good scotch that you won't even like it. I feel like that's what I had to impress upon him right now. Like, you, you're, you're not just... Your taste buds are can't even fucking handle this. Ben just wanted to gatekeep you a little. I did. Yeah. That's exactly what just happened. Well, I'm, oh, I'm an asshole. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of knowing that Emir is a bit much. Um, this one's actually from uh, a podcast listener, at least the band. Uh, Hunter. Popular Monster by Falling in Reverse. Oh, I think you'll oh. dig it. Okay. I'm going to listen to that one because I may have heard it, but I don't, I don't know my name. I'll just check it one out too. It has been added. I think, based off of liking uh, heavy metal and granite, I think yeah. that'll be right near right, right near my right alley. Near alley. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right, granite's all right. such, right. such a good song. I like that song. Granite's such a banger. Yeah, yeah. So the the last portion of music we're going to talk about right now, and. So I I went snowboarding this weekend, and uh, for some reason, so I have a lot of stations saved on my Pandora that I could listen to offline. For some reason, they just weren't working, and I didn't find that out until I already lost service by the time I got it there. Yeah. So then I had to rely on my iTunes. And for those of you maybe that, I don't know when the last time you actually checked your iTunes, because we all use a streaming service now. Your phone, even if you've bought music. Yeah. Your phone doesn't keep all the music on there. No. It's fucking irritating. It's in the cloud. I know. You got to bring it back down. And I <laughs> I thought I had gone through there and, and selected all these to be like, I want, I have the space. I want this like 50 gigs of music. I have to have this at all times yeah. in case this particular thing happens. And it did. And the only album that I could pull up for Snowboard, I couldn't even put up any of my playlists of like previous playlists. The only album that could really work that I wanted to listen to, and it actually ends up being my answer to the question I'm about to ask Corey, but this also goes with like, you, you can't always be metal up your ass, okay? Any any metalhead knows like you cannot, you, you can't be Black Dolly or Murdered seven days a week. You got to break it up a little bit. Yeah, then we'll be in like a tank. Yeah, whether it be some Kesha, <laughs> some whatever, some 50 Cent, some Too Short. You got, you got to break it up a little bit. And the album that worked for me was my favorite electronic album known to man, period. And my personal one, it's by Bass Nectar, and the album's called Noise Vs. Beauty. Uh, came out in like 2011, 12, 13, something like that, I can't remember. Um, but because that's the only thing I could listen to while I was snowboarding, I literally listened to the album like five times while I was writing. Um I just it reinvigorated my my love for for that particular album, and I I do have some love for that genre. Like there's there's a lot of shit electronic out there. I know that I know that, but also I don't care how metal you were, if in the early two thousand teens and late two thousands, if grimy dubstep didn't make its way on your playlist yeah, at least yeah. some of the time for some other shit, yeah, especially metalheads hearing something that hard hitting but also electronic, then you're lying. Like everybody at one point was like, dude, Skrillex is tight. Yeah. And then all oh, of a yeah. sudden it was like, dude, it's the guy from First Last. Right. And they're like, what? Shut the fuck up. No, I'm like, it's the guy from First Last. Like, oh. <laughs> Anyways, there's, there's your fun fact. But uh, Corey, favorite electronic album? Um, Prodigy, Land of the Fat. Wait, is that it? Yeah. I think that's the name of it. The one with Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. banger of an <laughs> album. You guys. I don't, Dude, how do you guys remember all this freaking music? I don't listen to a lot of like electronica, <laughs> but like that's that's like the album that like I found out about the genre, so it's more nostalgic than anything. Mm-hmm. What is going on in front of my house? Yes. Yeah. Uh I would highly recommend any of you guys if you're if you're wanting to tip your toe in the you know hard bass beats and kind of fun stuff. That Prodigy album is fantastic. It must have come out in like the late 90s. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you're looking for something a little bit more current, you want to hear the other side of it, definitely check out uh, Bass Nectar, Noise versus Beauty. That being said, let's talk about trucks. Fine. What kind what? of music do you listen to your truck? Your yeah. truck? <laughs> I can tell you what this particular truck listens to that we're about to talk about. Yeah. This is the K-pop. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Not even baby metal. K-pop. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about <clears throat> the... We're talking about freaking Motor Trend again. Because th- <laughs> this is... These guys obviously have an agenda. Um, and it's it's just getting kind of ridiculous at this point. Corey, I'm going to need you to pull this up. Motor Trend's website. I'm sure it's their first freaking article. These guys are pushing electric trucks so freaking hard. Like it's it's almost laughable at this point. Um, we had a whole episode. Did that episode already come out? Yep. Okay. We had a whole episode talking about. Um, God, what was that one about? That was about podcast. Episode. Yeah, yeah. The the EV podcast about EVs Ding. and towing. Oh, would you yeah, look at that? There's an EV on Motor Trends freaking front say, page. Hold on. What's the name of that podcast? Uh, Inevitable, uh, right? Ding. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> Get out of here. America's Easel Podcast. Kaka! Every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> so go to news truck news, maybe. Oh, is that a lightning? Doing a burnout or is it just burning? No, that's an actual Okay. Supercharged okay. F one fifty. Good job. Cool. Good job. Yeah. Ford survey. Lightning yeah. owners haul and truck more. Than regular F one fifty buyers, and Bullshit. the picture's a fucking llama eating hay out of the frunk. Get fucked. Yeah. First of all, I want. Okay. Here's here's what I would like, and I think you would like this as well. If we could get one of these guys to come on to our show and actually oh, yeah. have a debate about this electric truck revolution that they call, and talk to actual truck guys. Yeah. I would I would thoroughly enjoy that. Um, I would just want him to drive said truck and just come out and do a normal weekend activity with us. Yeah. So, and, and you adhere to our schedule, yeah. our normal schedule. Yeah. So this is the thing that I dislike about this whole electric truck thing. If you go to the very top, Corey, yeah, their little subheading for their uh, title. Okay. They're so cocky and it's just so, it's just so ridiculous. Which one's the real truck now? Question mark. Commerce internet fighting. Okay, listen. An F-150 Lightning does not do work. They even claim at the end of this article that towing is not its strong suit. But for the person going to get a yard of gravel, not even a yard, they have a picture, I believe, on here of the um, gravel they put in the bed of this truck. Yeah, they're... Yeah, the it, see all fifty four photos. It is like a uh, teaspoon of gravel in the back of this truck. Like, yeah, he's pulled over in about fifteen minutes on that yep. without load. But it's 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 again coming. We deal in the heavy duty. I would not heavy duty, but light. What's considered the light duty truck market, um, which is by far more popular as far as for guys that use their truck for work. Like that's what they, that's what they buy is going to be a diesel three quarter ton or one ton pickup. Okay. You're not going to replace it with electric vehicle, no matter how much you guys want it to. Um, It's just so irritating that these guys are pushing this so hard. It's like, and again, they, they don't even mention it's okay. So we're they scrolling through the pictures yeah, right now. They, I just, I'm getting more and more pissed off. They don't even mention. Look at that 83. Hold, yeah. 
battery, 47%, 83 miles of range. <laughs> That's 50%. <laughs> Which means he had about 166 miles. We'll round up for you, 170. <laughs> it's just so irritating. The, the, it's, these guys are put, excuse me, pushing this electric truck agenda on people and they're, and they're claiming that it is better than a gas engine and or a diesel engine while in this on the same freaking page having a, uh, a, a, a recall on the battery packs on these F-150s and they can't even produce them for people. It's like, and in the same article or the same page, Show, I'd like to see that load being towed any sort of distance. It's a, it's a, it's a scissor lift. A scissor lift it's on the back. It's a small scissor lift. <laughs> yeah. uh, but in, and then also on that same page, this is the truck of the year. Without even mentioning, I don't, I've looked through their website. They don't even mention the new Power Stroke, which is. Yeah, it's got four outlets. Oh, oh, sweet. So you can blow your hair after you get your freaking hair done at the salon. It's it's just ridiculous, and I'm just look at they even it, golf bags. Who has to be told this is where you put? It's a truck with a fucking bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it. it <sighs> it's just it's just so incredibly irritating to see a a a, a vehicle. Um, what do you want to call them? A uh, vehicle uh, publication publication that used to be cool. What I would a de- say what a demoralized truck it is. It's like a it's, it, 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 it is. it's just so like, look at those wheels. I, I just you guys, it's just not going to it's just not going to happen. You're Stop not gonna, trying to make fetch happen. You're not going to turn people like us into EV lovers. It's just not going to happen. And, and then. I'm not going to comment on the guy we just saw in the picture because I, I feel like it's too much of a personal Watch tag. the road. Yeah. It, it's just the, especially when they're they're kind of like F-150 Lightning people are doing more truck things than regular F-150 people are. No, I can tell you exactly why they're not. Because you took this survey and everybody with a fucking Ford Lightning was sitting there charging with Wi-Fi and was able to take the survey. Yeah. Everybody else that's actually working their fucking trucks are out working their trucks. Yeah. They're not taking surveys about stupid-ass Ford Lightning. Hey, first of all... F- How many bags of pea gravel did you haul this weekend? Six? Oh, yeah. wow, Tim. Welcome yeah. to the truck clan. <laughs> like, get the fuck out. It, 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 and, and the people that, that did this survey um, was the Chicago Tribune, which we know a lot of uh, <laughs> guys that work these trucks come out of, uh, you know, Chicago inner city. Um, but the F-150 gas engine has been like the number one selling truck for eons and eons, like for yeah. the longest I can remember. And I can tell you right now, F-150 owners use the shit out of their trucks. Probably- my, mo- my mom, you, she has a 2012 F-150 two-wheel drive with a five liter in it. Yeah. She had to buy a new drive shaft because she overloaded the bed with gravel. Yeah. My yeah. my mom did that. Not my mom driving the truck to get stuff for my dad. They're divorced. My mom overloaded her bed to buy gravel for her own house and yeah. twisted a drive shaft. If my mom can overwork an F-150 as a retired like, yeah. business owner, lady, veteran, like she <laughs> people who are actually using the truck for work. Yeah. 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 I don't know where that picture went, but they had a picture of the gravel they loaded in the back of the truck. Yeah, we went through all of them. I'm not sure where, where well, you well, saw Scroll it. down. It's right there. The blue one. That's a recommended story, Ben. I don't know, but they're, know, they're, they're pouring something into the bed of a truck. It looks looks ostentatious and, and shallow. It was, it was an embarrassing amount of gravel. Yeah, it... it <laughs> But again, they even claim at the end of the story that the that towing is not this truck's strong suit, which is like, my God. Like, I expect someone to say towing is not this truck's well, strong suit. We're talking about like a Ford Ranger. Listen here. Okay. Mo- okay. If I'm getting gravel, just so you know, more than likely, I'm going to get- There it is. Yes. <laughs> that is that, an embarrassing not even a- <laughs> amount of gravel. I can put that in my pockets. Just not- <laughs> 
<laughs> if I if a dude's got cargo pants on, you can fill your pockets and have, have more of a load in your fucking jeans than than the F one fifty Lightning. Oh my, that's that is an embarrassing that's amount of gravel. That, what is that like? A, that that ain't even a half yard. That will fill a a flower pot <laughs> like that. Oh god! But that's max load. So to to give you guys an idea of the pic, I'm going to try and describe this picture. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to try and describe it using words and not emotion. Yeah. Okay. Oh look so, at the dirt. Oh look at the dirt. They oh, pile my... it up nice and high. Jesus. Fuck. Okay. So you've got a truck bed, right? And inside a truck bed, you've got the wheel wells. Okay, that's kind of all our standard. Everybody knows how big, the, how tall wheel wells are you know, compared to the side of the truck bed, okay? Now, imagine you can put enough gravel to where if you smooth the entire load of the gravel out, it wouldn't go above the wheel wells. Yeah. Okay, that's the amount of gravel minus a little bit in this tiny-ass five-and-a-half-foot bitch bed. Yeah. Okay. I could have shoveled it in there faster than that that forklift or that uh, loader loaded that in there. Because the guy I, in the loader is probably like, okay, here it comes. Here yeah. it comes. The guy's like, stop, stop, stop. I was like, oh, we got some scraps left over from the, the ram I just you yeah. know, loaded up. We can go ahead and throw that in. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that when I, if I'm going to gra- if I'm going to get gravel, okay, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that shit on my trailer and not in my truck bed. I mean, it's lower. Mm-hmm. It can be uh, maneuvered into a spot that I need it, and it could stay there while I can still use the truck to go get other things. Yeah. Um. So it just I I I don't know. It's just it, it, that is an embarrassing amount of gravel. Like I would be embarrassed at the at the the gravel store. <laughs> like, hey, can you uh can you uh do you guys have Fisher Price uh tools? Uh, can I just borrow one of those Fisher Price shovels so I can get the gravel in the bed of my truck? Like it is an embarrassing amount of gravel back there. And like so that, it, if I was doing a gravel driveway, I'd probably have to make probably three hundred and fifty trips. And keep in mind, so you've now reached that max payload of the bed, which also means your range. You're kind of <laughs> fucked for towing, yeah, because your range is already in the shitter, <laughs> yeah. And for for those of you guys that, and I'm preaching to the choir here, I'm sure for a lot of you guys, but a yard of material is basically a three foot by three foot by three foot cube. Yeah. So like a, it's a like yard, a, one yard a, by one yard by buckets, one yard. A loader bucket's bucket, basically. Isn't yeah. It? So like if you go to Home or is Depot. is that bigger than a yard? If, it's, it depends on the bucket. Yeah. If you go to Home Depot and you see those big kind of cube sacks they can lift up on the forklift. Yeah. And then pull the bottom out and it drains into the bed of the truck like this one. That is a yard of material. Yeah. It's one it's a cube that's one yard by one yard by one yard. Yeah. And I gotta say that's gotta be a third of a yard at most. Yeah. Like at most. It's an embarrassing there. amount. Like like if you had that amount in actual bags on a Home Depot cart, my five year old son could push it. So it makes you think, like, okay, so we've got this. Uh, publication that used to be cool showing like hot rod stuff, which I, I will give them. They still show kind of cool hot rod stuff, but they used to, you know, show like custom builds and uh, you know, vehicles that are coming out. They would showcase a new transmission in a new truck, things, things of that nature. Right. What is motivating them to push this electric stuff so hard? Is it just because they are based out of California and that's, what's been, spoon fed to them saying like this is the way that things are going did you know wyoming is trying to pass a law to um outlaw evs by uh, 2035 did you see that i've always wanted to move to jackson hole there's not a law in wyoming i know (laughs) uh but they they're literally trying to pass a law because they said that we don't have the infrastructure for it let's go make casper a thing let's make casper a place yeah (laughs) Yeah, let's, yeah you, what, you want to? Let's go make Casper a place. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> uh, but but um, it's it's just so out of touch. Um, and this is th- this is the thing that's frustrating because again, I, there's such a disconnect from like people in whether it be you know I know there's you know politics and that sort of thing. I get that, but they have this mentality that they you know have the answers to everything. All while they've got like the worst homeless problem, the dirtiest streets. I mean, it's just, it's just, 
They're taking beautiful areas of this country and turning them into shit and then preaching to other people around the country saying, you need to do what we're doing because it's the right thing. But us people that use trucks for trucks are sitting there looking at these things and going, this is not, this is not going to work for what I use my truck for that I currently have. Like I would rather have a fucking 15 year old F-150 than a brand new F-150 Lightning because at least I know that I could go more than 160 miles or a hundred miles towing this small piece of equipment or this hay or whatever that I need to deliver to this area. Like it's just not going to work. And plus the fact that we don't even have electric charging stations available to even charge these things. And the amount of taxpayer money that's going to take to build all these all these, all these electronic EV fucking charging stations is astronomical. Like you're talking about changing the entire freaking economy, like to, 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 to facilitate these electric charging stations where you have to sit for 45 minutes to an hour or whoever, you know, whatever fast charging they'll do in 30 minutes, whatever, still sitting in one spot for 30 minutes when you're like in a work day, like that, that, that doesn't work. No. This doesn't work for going on vacation, like driving. Because they, they say a lot of people with these F-150s, the Lightnings, are using them for camping. Are they, though? Are they, though? How many people are camping in Chicago? Probably not a lot. Oh. How many how many people are camping in eastern Washington? A fuck ton. And guess what they're not using? The F-150 Lightning. No. And first of all, you've, you've fucked up the whole Lightning name. And I know I've said this before. That is nowhere close to an actual Ford Lightning. A Ford Lightning was actually a cool hot rod truck that even diesel guys would look at and be like, that is a cool factory truck. It's a supercharged 5.4, two-wheel drive. Or it's a sport truck. OBS. Yeah. like or a 351. I can't remember. But it's it's a cool it's a cool <clears throat> truck. It's a sport truck. That that truck was not, not meant for for doing things around the house. It was a cool hot rod truck you could buy from the factory for, you know, for having fun. Like that's what it was. This is not trying to say that this is, is now something that is going to replace the the internal combustion engines, which they call ice engines, which is just, they've always been called ice. Okay. I've never called it an ice engine. They've always ICE internal combustion engine. I've never called it that. That's stupid. I know. I know we've never called it that. But the, I didn't hear about it until this. Oh, ice has been, uh, yeah, it's, I, yeah. But that's all we've had. It's internal combustion. Engine. But anyways, but it's just, it's just so, so wait, frustrating. You, you mean external explosion engines? Oh God. So yeah. Unsafe. Okay. Welcome back to the 1910s. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's, it, it's like, what is their motivation? What is their motivation? Is it their higher up saying that you need to push this because this is the way that the world is going and you, we need to be on the forefront of that. Um, I think that if that is if that is true, I think that's bullshit because I think they need to be in the forefront of what their their the 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 people that they're supplying this information to is actually after, and that is things that work and things that are better than what was before, not not some new thing that mm. can't even do what the old thing did, like a a, a two thousand four F one fifty probably do more work than 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 uh, an F-150 Lightning yeah, brand new. Yeah, with fucked up cam phasers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just take it away. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> Throw some 2015, I think. It'd be just fine. So... But it's just so frustrating. It, 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 you know, I, I'm actually kind of sad that this is the way that the uh, automotive... And I'm... It, it, well, it is kind of the way that a lot of the automotive industry is going. And I get... I understand why they're doing it. Everybody's coming out with something electric. You know, Ram is coming out with their electric 1500... Um, you know, I, I don't know anything about that. I'm sure it's going to be just as shitty as the F-150 Lightning. Yep. Um, but it, it's just, <clears throat> we, we, I, we just don't, we don't care unless you have some sort of technology that is just mind blowing. That's going to blow us out of the water with this electric shit. Um, again, I've said this a thousand times. You don't have me as a customer. I'm going to continue to buy diesel trucks that actually do what, um, I need them to do plus more. Uh, it, it's just, it, it's just frustrating as someone who is, you know, really enjoying the fact that these, uh, um, new diesel trucks were kind of, um, you know, kind of doing the same thing that like the old muscle cars, you know, like the horsepower wars where it felt like Ford, Chevy and, and Ram were kind of battling each other to have the highest power diesel truck. 
that kind of shit is cool. I love that. I That makes me can't wait for the new model to come out just to be like, okay, what did Ram do? What did Ram do? Because Ford did this. What did GM do? Oh my God, they did that. Like just seeing that kind of stuff happen and the technology that is happening, especially with transmissions uh, to make these engines more efficient, I think is way cooler than any electric vehicle you can put out there. Again, anything with a frunk, get the fuck out of here. That is, that is, that is stupid. I hate that word. I, I, I just can't stand it. Yeah. One thing. That's my that rant. Always, yeah. <laughs> so a couple of things there, and I was trying to remember bullet points as you were talking there, because that, that was, I love when Tyler gets all heat on a rant. Fuck, I love I black it. Black out. He blacks out. I love it. And everything else happens. So as far as like, you know, only being able to go a certain amount of mileage, say it is a hundred miles or 160 miles. Even if I drove a gas F-150 and I was loaded down and towing so heavy that my mileage was decreased so far that I was only getting 160 miles per tank, guess what? I can fill that fucker right back up. Yeah. In minutes. Stop and fill it up. Minutes. 15 minutes. Yeah, not even that. Next, as far as these people buying these electric vehicles, I know there's always that joke going around where if you buy an electric vehicle, as far as the power that you use to charge it, should have to come from a green energy source. It should have to come from wind. It should have to come from solar or something like that. I'm all for that. I think that's a great kind of, you know, tit-a-tat, you know, kind of. Well, it's a huge obstacle that they... It is a they, huge obstacle. They, they, it forces they, they them to can't... go... Search, forces them to kind of like make it work. But the the other one thing I thought of, and when you thought about... When you mentioned, you know, you know taxes and infrastructure and stuff like that, and uh, pardon my ignorance on this one. This may very well already be happening. I don't know. But it makes me wonder if it would be out of place or if it maybe it is not in place, maybe it should be, that when you do buy an electric vehicle that there is an extra tax that you get charged to go towards the infrastructure to put electric vehicle charging stations around. I know, but that's not what they're doing. They're doing the, tax credits. They're giving you money off to buy that. So who's covering the cost of these? It's people buying fuel. Yeah. Well, that and all all these hardworking blue-collar boys putting up these fucking electric power lines yeah. And all this other shit, keeping your infrastructure running using gas and diesel engines yeah, just so they can build it enough to where it gets good enough, and then they get fucked. Yeah. And I, I know that electrical systems are going to do maintenance, too, and I get that and everything like that. Well, not to but- mention, too, the size. Okay, let's say, let's say that these are as popular as they say they are, and everybody's buying them. Everybody. I don't know about you, but the charging stations I've seen only had maybe three or four plugs. Yeah. Okay. If everybody's buying them and you're now having to wait for someone to charge their vehicle before you could charge yours, but you have to wait a half hour for them to charge their vehicle. Minimum. And then you have to charge your, you're sitting there for an hour. Let's just say. And I, again, I know there's fast chargers out there. You can get, a, you know, a bump of juice in 15 minutes, whatever the fuck. I don't care. It's still, it is, it, it's, it's, you're not getting, I'm sure, a full charge at that. You're getting just enough to get you where you're going. Uh, But still, like the amount of, unlike a fuel station that has like a big fuel, uh, uh, like a Maverick, okay, Mm -hmm. let's say. You've got maybe six stalls and there's a pump on each side or sometimes two pumps on each side. So let's say there's two, you know, two pumps on each side, six stalls. That's what, 24 pumps? Mm -hmm. Okay. I could service 24 vehicles at one time. Yeah. Okay, whereas electric charging station, and it's quick. So you, you could wait in line, and it's like five minutes, and then you're in there. Oh, at most. And the, and, the, and they're keeping maintenance up on their pumps and stuff like yeah. that. I could, if 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 I was like, which I usually try to do, obviously, with diesel stuff and, and things like that. But like, if I got out and rushed yeah. and had to fill up my 44-gallon tank from basically zero to full, yeah. I could be in and out of that pump eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like from from swiping uh, card to closing, like tank. imagine how big of a of a of a station, electric charging station, you would have to service the amount of vehicles that a rel a, a I would say I would say like an average size gas station could service. Assuming like you every would need like a Walmart fucking parking lot full of EV EV plugs. Yeah, and people just sitting in their cars. And there's already a real estate issue in the Bay Area in California. Yeah, what now are they going to do? I guess you build a parking structure full of plugs. 
Which, and, and then again, which, and then it drains the power grid. But then it drains the power grid. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like it's just it, it, it's just mind boggling. I know we talk about this a lot, but it's it constantly comes up in current event stuff. And I feel like we need to, you know, kind of set the record straight when it comes to this stuff, as in the position of people that have you know heavy duty trucks that use them for towing, use them for work. Um, I daily drive mine. Um, you know, I shit. If I fill my take up all the way, like I could go quite a long time without having to go to a gas station or fuel station. The amount of gravel that's in that bed right now is embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and I want to. I could, and I would be willing to put a hundred bucks on this. I don't know who the hell took this picture. I don't know who the hell's truck this is or where the gravel is or where I'm like that, that whatever. I don't know. I don't know exactly how many pounds of gravel that is, but. If you took that gravel and put it into like 50 pound bags. Yeah. In my old blue single cab OBS that I used to have, I guarantee you I could fit that gravel in the cab. Yeah. <laughs> with a person. Yeah. Okay. And and the and even if the bed was fully loaded. Yeah. Actually if for for argument's sake here with the bed unloaded and my mileage would literally not be affected one iota. Yeah. Yeah. Not even a little bit. I could take all those and still drive a stick. Do you know what I think one of their biggest mistakes is they're trying to make electric trucks when they should be trying to make electric SUVs? Yeah, electric vans. Or vans, yeah. A van, yeah. What, what, what Like... Trying to dip into the truck market when you've already got this vast array of these high-performing diesel trucks that are on the market today, like there's no competition whatsoever. No, there's zero competition. Like it, it's, we look down on you people with the electric vehicles and go, "That was a dumb decision, wasn't it?" <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for anybody that buys a Ford Lightning expecting to do normal truck things. Yeah. Like, they are going to be so let down. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw a video on Instagram a couple of days ago that was like, just so you know, if you lift a Ford Lightning to put 45s on there, your wheel travel, or put 35s on there, not 45s, <laughs> and put 35s on it, your wheel travel is now longer than your distance you can travel with your batteries. Yeah. I was like, ha <laughs> it's, it's just absurd. <laughs> it, and, and zero, talk about zero. And this is the thing that frustrates me too. This is what I, I love about, our diesel truck market that we're in is there's so much aftermarket support. There's so many cool things you can do, uh, whether it be, you know, cosmetic, whether it be power adders, uh, you know, mileage adders, whatever. There's so many cool, like it's, it, 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 it takes, okay. You got a truck from the factory, you buy it. Then you can not go to the factory for accessories. You can go to all these hundreds of stores and support these small businesses that, supply these specialty aftermarket parts that are fantastic. There's a lot of awesome aftermarket parts out there for these trucks that are also sort of taking advantage of some of the, the factory pitfalls, like whether it be the uh, the uh, transmission thermostat in the 60 RFEs where guys are, are getting rid of those because it, it, you know, they're, they're finding those things clog up. Like the, the, they give the aftermarket the ability to kind of come up with new ideas and new parts um, that are cheaper than the factory accessories and allowing all these other businesses to kind of stem off of this factory, you know, built truck. Whereas with an EV vehicle, like there's nothing, there's no lift kit for them. There's no, you know, uh, if you put after like, just like what Ben said, you put aftermarket weight wheels and tires on this thing, what what's going to be affected? It sounds like a lot, which like, is bullshit. Like, and there's nothing, there's nothing. <laughs> I mean, you can't even do like a grill or any of that kind of shit on these on no. these trucks, or, or or any sort of um, you know cosmetic things to these things, just because they're they've changed the whole body style for just like this EV, and it's just it's just frustrating because now they're cutting off the aftermarket, they're cutting off stores like us uh, and other people and all the hundreds hundreds of, of other stores like us that are relying on people to keep buying new trucks and relying and we're relying on manufacturers to come out with cool new parts for these trucks, but they're not coming out with shit for those. Here's the thing. Truck people. I'm going to make a, a generalization here. Some may like it. Some may not. Okay. 
people who buy trucks to do truck things are always going to find ways to make their truck their own. Yeah. True. And this goes for all motorheads and stuff like that. But I would say even more so because for a lot of truck owners, their truck is a tool. And the Lightning is is not going to be able to do that. You can do floor mats. You could do like a sticker on yeah, the window. It's a disappointment. It's, it's a, a disappointment. disappointment. And the, the what, what you were mentioning, and all of a sudden I had this thought, I was like, Remember, like, we used to get calls where people say, like, man, I just lifted my truck and put wheels and tires on there. My mileage went to shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, so that guy in, in that 5.9 common rail that was getting, yeah. you know, 19, 20 miles a gallon unloaded on the highway. And now, you know, everyday driving is getting, like, 14, 15 miles a gallon. Yeah. So, basically, he's getting, like, average yeah. normal mileage. <laughs> yeah. Imagine telling that same guy, like, hey, man, you put wheels and tires on your Ford Lightning and your range, your mileage goes from 300 miles per, per charge to like 85. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, After spending like $3,000. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's absurd. And it, it's, it's frustrating. And that's the same thing I talk about with like the camping thing, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of small towns that were, that are, like out there that rely on people coming there every year with their big, you know, fifth wheels or their big campers or big toy haulers. Like they rely on those type of people to come out there to, su- to, to support them to, because that that's what people use these trucks for. Mm-hmm. I guarantee this year when I go camping, I will not see one Ford lightning out there. No. And if I do, I bet you he's got a generator running plugged into his f-150 charging it before he leaves i will bet you a hundred i bet you the whole time yeah because those batteries don't charge fast on just a normal generator yeah so he would literally have to park that thing or he is a powered site and he's got his truck plugged in to the outlet i I guarantee it and it's just it's just it's just so i you know again i i like small i like small businesses i think some of the best you know like the best parts of some of the places I go camping is to, is to visit some of these like small, small businesses that we go to every year. Like, especially like in Avery, there's a TFP's pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Avery's a tiny freaking town. Like it, it's super small, but they have an awesome pizza joint. Like you couldn't drive an EV out there with a camper and expect to get home. No. You couldn't even get out there and expect to get there on one full charge. But there's these like, like these you'd be really, struggling to park it. Wondering if you're gonna run out of range. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and but there's all these small businesses that that rely on people to to get there, spend money with them, buy their fuel, um, and to keep that you know them running. Because I mean, let's face it, in the winter time, like a lot of these places are closed because they get snowed in and nobody's going there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had this this image in my head of for last we went to Boys Weekend last week and we're, yeah. we're towing your trailer up there and that what was it. The, Tiger Pass, the last path, the like the hill you gotta climb to get in there. Um. Well, we went. We didn't go to Tiger. That that's further. That's like to go to Beaver. So there, there was even even when we when we left, we had to go down quite a way. Y- yes. So I'm imagining trying to get there going up that last yeah. hill. Yeah. So imagine like you're well thinking- the dirt road is uphill for a little while and then. And then there's a kind of a long uphill um, on Highway Two, um, mm-hmm. but it's relatively f- flat after that. But it's kind of a long, drawn out kind of. That's almost worse. Yeah. Imagine a long, drawn out, <laughs> you know, a heavy draw. Yeah. On your battery. Yeah. So imagine you get all the way to like where we filled up. Yeah. Relatively flat turns here and there nothing too yeah, crazy the too fast. There, yeah. you're like yeah dude we're gonna be fine we're doing good we got you know 40 percent battery left whatever yeah and then that last long pull yeah. up a, a steady grade not even a crazy grade by any means yeah but just a long steady grade with a trailer yeah and i bet you you wouldn't make it up that grade yeah and that's again this is not a crazy grade this is no. like like the trailer, you know, this is, is you know, half ton towing capable. This is not even like a, a super yeah. crazy grade, but because it is such a long grade and it's under load with a battery with decreased range, especially while towing, yeah. fucked. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I know. I don't want to, I don't want to continue to beat a fucking dead horse here, but it's just, it's just, again, it's just frustrating. Um, just, just to see them just pushing this kind of shit and then kind of like kind of being cocky about it. Like it's like, we're the idiots. It's like, no, you're the idiot, dude. You're the fucking idiot. I think we should title this episode when he says, uh, internet fighting commence. Yes. Yeah. Internet fighting is here. I'm here. Come at me, bro. Yeah, come come <laughs> on our podcast and back up your back up your stance on these EVs because I can tell you right now, I'll let you hook up to my trailer with my side by side in it. Let's see how far it'll go. Yeah, let's see. Let's let prove me wrong. Prove come, me wrong. Let's ooh. see if you can make it to the first fucking <clears throat> gas station. Come to our boys' weekend with your EV. And yeah, trailer. yeah, yeah. I'll let you hook up to my trailer with my side by side in there. It is. It's. It should be under the overall weight. Of what you could tell. And yeah. Yeah, because yours is half ton towing capable, right? I it's a little heavy for a half ton. It's a little but, heavy, yeah. but for a new <clears throat> F-150 with an EcoBoost, it should be able to do it. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I That's the whole reason why I got a three-quarter ton truck, because exactly. it's a size. It's it's not not necessarily the power or what it's capable of doing. It's a size thing. Yeah. When, you, when you have a, a, a big trailer... <laughs> with with something inside that's relatively heavy and a small vehicle towing it, that trailer is going to overcome the 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 vehicle and it's going to just make the the driving experience a little butt puckery, if yeah, you will. You ever heard the term of the tail wagging the dog? Yeah, that's and that's it. the whole reason why I got a three quarter ton truck is because I wanted that I wanted that mass, I wanted that weight, that length, the girth. The contact sounds like patch a, on the ground. Sounds like I'm talking yeah. about a dick right now. But it's but I want that. I'm not gonna lie. I want that Congo <laughs> hammer, dude. Yeah. Towing that trailer. 7.1 <laughs> coming through. But it's just it, but anybody who tows a, especially a toy hauler is gonna be on the same boat. Like yeah. it, they're gonna say the same thing. So again, like I like I said, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but it's just these articles keep coming out and I I want us to respond to them because it's um even though I'm sure we don't have the same reach as Motor Trend, but I tell you what, we could be getting up there, and and uh, you know, hell, like I said, come onto our podcast and, and talk to some real truck guys about, you know, change. It's like a change my mind. Yeah, that's a that's a that's already been. Uh, I don't want to get <laughs> strike. Yeah. That's already been taken. Yeah. Uh, change my thought on yeah. this, baby. Uh, good luck. Um, but, uh, we'd have you on and have a civil conversation and, uh, yeah, I'd be more than, we'd be, we'd be more than willing to facilitate that. Um, if you think it's just the, you know, the bee's knees, I bet you off camera, we're all homies. And as soon as we get on camera, it's documented. I don't know about that. We don't even be friends. And then afterwards, he's like, sorry, I had to see all that. Yeah. Like, he's like, cool, here's an NDA. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. It's just, yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating. Well, if you like our frustrations, make sure and check out all of our other podcasts. We do have another one where we talk about a specific episode from the podcast called Inevitable. Ding. <laughs> Don't worry. I got you, Corey. <laughs> uh, make sure and check that one out as well. If you like our rants about electric vehicles, specifically the Lightning, comment, like, subscribe, all that kind of good shit. We're yeah. trying to... And, and I know it's not a three-quarter ton truck, okay? I know it's probably a little unfair for us to compare it to a heavy-duty truck, uh, but it's just... It's it, it, it it's just the fact that they're... You know what I'm getting at. It's just the yeah. fact that they're, they're pushing this as a vehicle you can work and work and work when it's like, for the price of that truck, you could get into a three-quarter ton or one-ton truck for that same price, if not less, and have way better towing capability, way better mileage capability, and do it a lot, to be honest, a hell of a lot safer. Yeah. That's the reason why we keep on bringing that up. And I know someone, I'm sure someone would say that, like, that's unfair to compare an F-150 to a F-250 or 350 or 2500 or 3500. I get that. But again, look at the price. That's $85,000 for an F-150 Lightning. I bought my truck 2021 for $54,000. $30,000 less than that F-150. You know what? It's also unfair to say that your truck is doing truck things when that same amount of gravel in bags would fit in a Prius. <laughs> or fit in a large pair of cargo pants. Yeah. So 
fucking suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this super politically correct podcast. This particular episode where we get a little bit fired up. Again, if you like them, click. If you like to watch me black out. <laughs> yeah. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.